Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Welcome into another episode of Musings on Madison here on the Second City Hockey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dave Melton, the site manager at Second City Hockey. You can find me on Twitter at DMelt57, and I've got all my line mates with me this evening because we're about to preview the 2022-2023 Chicago Blackhawks NHL season. And boy, can you feel the excitement building in the room. So let's get everybody else in before we go any further. Uh, up first, the analytics darling of Second City Hockey. You can find on Twitter at Jehosa's Witness. It's Shepherd's Price. Shepherd Price, not Shepherd's Price. <laughs> the Lions. Well, how much the... is the Shepherd's Price? Sorry. I don't know. I I've been asked. I've I've been I've had to face Price's Right jokes my entire life. Anyway, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the Lions <laughs> went off the rails real quick, didn't they? Oh yeah. Yeah. Number one from the number one offense in the NFL to losing to something called Bailey Zappi, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I hope to God that's not the start of the next Tom Brady. I hope we didn't didn't just do that to the NFL. Yeah. Well, uh, but you know what? I do still have good news for you. Uh, Tony LaRusso is still not the White Sox manager. That's true. And, 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 and also not, none of this is really MCDC's fault. So I think he'll, he'll get another season. And that's the good news. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta keep him around to bite some more kneecaps. Eventually, he's gonna work exactly. his way up the body, and then they're gonna start just bite, devouring entire teams whole. Exactly, and <laughs> and maybe with a different DC, he can get things done again. Yeah, there you go. Uh, also with us this evening, you can find on Twitter at Mill One Eighty Two, and he is the Second City Hockey. What Nathan Sandville is to Hot Mulligan, it's Mill Savage. I'm gonna be taking a lot of mulligans because I would rather be golfing. Than watching this team, I'd rather be golfing in the snow. I think I today. Did you go golfing today? Because I think today might be the last seventy degree day you're going to get until next year. Unfortunately, I did not. I worked. Ah. And, um, well, it's kind of that time of year where if you get to the driving range, it still kind of gets dark. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Definitely too dark to play nine, let alone eighteen. So you know. Well, uh, I guess you better start investing in snowshoes and uh, glow in the dark or like fluorescent orange golf balls. I have black ones so I can play in the snow. Okay, black ones will work too. But I mean, this is Indiana, so it might snow in June next year. You don't know. (laughs) It might snow tomorrow for for all we know. Yeah. 
Also with us this evening, and she's not on Twitter, but you can find her at secondcityhockey.com under the name LBR, where she is the Second City Hockey bull and wall of text. It's Betsy. And I wish I saw snow more. Um. Well, <laughs> I mean, just just drive north until it, it well, you might want to wait a few months because it's not quite there yet, but just start driving north <laughs> you and you'll get really- there eventually. I'm going to I'm going to be in Asheville, North Carolina in December, and I'm kind of hoping it'll sprinkle because it's kind of mountainish over there. Um, and one year, like uh, can't remember, it was like it was like a handful of years ago. It it did sprinkle snow and it didn't stick, but it was very pretty, and I'd really enjoy it if I could spend a weekend in non like what you know snow that can't cave your car in and stuff like that pretty (laughs) snow (laughs) now i because you've been south like you said you you said you've seen snow before but like how many times have you seen snow uh i mean we we have i mean you guys all remember the snowmageddon that shut down atlanta and okay yeah you're right walking dead cover so you've you've seen it enough yeah i mean there's, there's blizzards down here and when it happens because Georgia has no infrastructure for snow, like at oh, yeah. all. I think they don't, uh, there's no snow plows when they have to like send them from states far away. Um, there's no salt, there's no nothing here. <laughs> so it always just shuts like the entire state down if it like this. Well, yeah, happens. most, I think that happens to most Southern states. Like obviously what happened in Texas last winter was the most extreme example of that. But um, me, yeah, yeah. Have fun with that, Shay. Mm-hmm. Hope, hope you got a generator. Don't. No, well, I, just, uh, I just remember going, so it got, it got, it was mostly black ice, but there's a ooh. slight incline to go into my, my building, like the street, um, and my car was like, can I make it up this? I'm not sure. And so there was like a little line of cars. Somebody came out with cat litter and was putting it on the road to, to help with the ice, like the ice problem. Cause apparently cat litter can work kind of like, um, salt. And so that's how I got up. Somebody came out and put cat litter on a slight incline just because it was that icy. Uh, All right. Well, you know, I, I just, fine. uh, I, <laughs> I guess also if it's the you can winter, pee outside. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think the trick is just in the winter, like if you gotta you gotta go all the way to Florida because that's like to fully get out of the snow. Georgia isn't quite far enough south. I mean, it's like every mm, ten years there's a major event. So it's not it's not common. Oh, so you're good for at least another eight or nine. Like well, yeah, I mean, uh I'm trying to think of the the one before that, because there was one in like maybe like eight years, seven or eight years. So like, it's, a, it's almost a decade between yeah. them. So yeah. yeah. Fun. Like I want none. doing well. <laughs> yeah. I want well, pictur- picturesque snow. Well, you know, I yeah. wanted to uh, maintain the opening tangent as long as possible so I could avoid getting to the subject. <laughs> but uh, speaking of winter things, the Chicago Blackhawks ice hockey club is Ooh. preparing for its first game of the season. Uh, they're actually already in Correct. Colorado practicing to watch uh, the avalanche raise the banner Wednesday night before uh, the Hawks open the season. And so we're here to discuss whatever the hell it is we're going to get over these next 82 games. And uh, as we were discussing in our uh, pre-show meeting, um, I don't really have a good question to ask anybody. I don't really have any like 
opening teasers or something to get the conversation going? Because I just I, I I have nothing. So I'm just going to turn to Shay and I'm going to let Shay take this conversation wherever it goes, trusting that it'll go somewhere good. And basically, we're just going to improv this just a lot of yes ending. And we're going to make that into a season preview podcast episode. Um, so we're going to see where it goes. So Shay, pressure's all on you. Go right ahead. Okay. So you want this to be positive? No, no not necessarily. I mean, be, okay. Because well, okay, it's good. It's going to be negative, but we could be positive about the negatives, or I don't know. Do you want? Do you want this to be like the, the, the like a preview of the vent space article? Then, well, whatever. Where Shay, whatever you want. I'm kind of really disappointed, uh, and I know that's kind of really disappointed. Is a it's a it's a weird like mix. It's like it adds up to like fifty percent. Um, that like, there's like no prospects on this current team. Um, <laughs> Lucas Reichel got sent down to the AHL. Like none of the young players are really there. They're playing Luke. They're playing Philip Kurashev like on the third ish line. Uh, he's definitely in the, in the bottom six. Um, it, like, it's just, this team should be focused on the players that have some youth that will be maybe be contributors when this team is good again. Um, and those players are named Taylor Radish and Philip Kurashev. And there's, uh, there's, there's an asterisk next to Radish. I don't really want to go into right now. Um, yeah. uh, and, uh, it's just like this, it's, it's a bummer that like, not only is this team going to be bad, we all need to just face the facts that this, this team is going to suck. It's, uh, and watching it is not going to be fun. Um, we also have to face the fact that like there's no prospects to really like, take it our mind off it of it doesn't mean anything like that that's right that, that's kind of the the overall conclusion i've gotten to is that not only are they going to be bad but there's there's just there's no um there's nothing that you can watch not much that you're going to be able to watch and like have any sort of like hope for the future based off what you see um because and i think this kind of goes back to uh this general idea that i've been kicking around in my head of of like uh, how bad the Blackhawks situation was like, I guess this, the fact that we're about to have an 82 game season with perhaps not a single player on the Blackhawks roster, that means anything in the long term. that tells you how fucked up Stan Bo or how much Stan Bowman fucked up this team on the ice, let alone all the off ice shit. That's how bad he fucked everything up in his last few years before he left. Right. There's <laughs> like, there was like the post game for us was going to be like trade tracker, but also like, Okay, here's the young players. Here's notes on the young players. Here's what we need to focus on. That second part is gone now. So it's yeah. all just trade tracker. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's, so, here's how people are doing in terms of trade. So the like the only good news on that front, like you, you mentioned Kurashev and Radish. Um, so that's two maybe youngish guys to watch. Uh, because of some injuries on the blue line, uh Alex Vlasic and Alec Regula are going to start the season at the NHL level. How long they're gonna be up there, we'll see. I mean, Jake McCabe seems to be coming back from that injury awfully quick. And Caleb Jones had a shoulder issue, but it doesn't seem like it's a big thing. So uh I, it seems like maybe within a month they'll both uh be sent down. But uh that's maybe what you got for the first handful of weeks. Um let's uh let's swing it over to Betsy and see what what uh what her initial thoughts are on the season. hard to put into words like how like indifferent that's a good word. feels yeah that's a good word um it but at the same time 
I've decided that I'm going to try to look at it as um, a systematic, like look at the systems instead of mm-hmm. the players necessarily. We know we should, we're not going to invest, we're not investing in most of these players. So what I want to look for and I hope will improve is the, what, what the coaches are doing, because we know that what the last two coaches did didn't matter what players were in those roles. It would have sucked anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully you can see like at least the quality of the coaching come through. Like that's our hope because obviously I think that they want Richardson to be there for the long haul. I, I think they want him to, to prove that he's pretty good. So I, I would like to see, you know, like if they could keep, the puck more, just have some possession, um, play <laughs> decent enough um, defense. You know, like I obviously they're not going to score much. This is just not a lineup that has scoring. And honestly, there's not a lot of like aptitude for defense on it either. There are some <laughs> players that are aptitude for defense is such a polite way to say they can't stop anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like so. But you can, like, even bad defense, like, players that are traditionally bad defensively can have strong puck numbers if the system is really good. Um, right. So, I, those are the things that I'm, I want to happen. I don't know if it will, but those are the things I'm looking for. And so, it's the only way that I can figure out how to not be indifferent. I think the, the idea there is that, like, when you're watching the Hawks this season is, um like, like uh, the, one of the like hallmarks of the Colleton era was guys wide open in the slot with nobody within a mile. Of them. Uh, and, and that just seemed to happen way too much. So I think the idea with, um, with Richardson's system and, and, and his uh, tenure as the Hawks coach is that there's better, just, it looks better and guys are going to lose one-on-one matchups because they're not as good as their opponents. Yeah. Like that, that that's where the breakdowns will come is, Guys will get skated around or skated through, what have you, um, and and that's just a result of the lack of talent on the roster. But there won't be such egregious breakdowns like uh, what happened so much under Colleton. Yes, Mill. What about you? Well, as as we all know, we opened the the season against the defending champ Colorado Avalanche, and I'm mostly curious is if the Avalanche will put up better offensive numbers than the Denver Broncos because it <laughs> Probably. might be possible. It might be possible because they're playing the Hawks and uh, the Broncos stink. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. No, but, uh, yeah, kind of what everybody else said. Honestly, this team's not going to be good. But for any newer Hawks fans who realized how bad they were the last couple of years, this is going to be a different bad. It's, like, not underachieving bad. It's, like, there's nobody on the roster besides a couple of guys who can't win you enough games to make the playoffs. You know, they just – doesn't exist in, in hockey. You can't make the playoffs on the backs of one or two guys. Maybe Connor McDavid and company, but then look what happens to them. Yeah. Like Patrick Kane might be able to steal a game here and there, but as far as the uh, the overall big picture, like there's just not there's just not a lot here. I mean, like just going down the roster, like uh I asked I've asked the question so many times, half it's like half rhetorically, but also kind of seriously, like who the fuck's going to score goals on this team other than Patrick Kane? Well, right. And, and, and maybe, like, maybe Max Domi. <laughs> well, Kane can score five goals and they might lose six to five. Yeah. 
And, That's and the that, thing. And you know what? I, I, if they're if they're going to lose, I hope they lose a lot of six to five games. But it doesn't seem like they're going to have the offensive firepower to do that. Oh hell no! <laughs> they went over uh, six in the power play in a preseason game. Yeah. That's that's another thing that like um you know we Betsy was talking about systems and all that like I don't even know what to make out of anything the power play does because um like ultimately like I feel like the power play is is much more of a player driven thing than a system driven thing and they just that's another thing they just don't have it like they've got like they were trying Patrick Kane on the left side today with Tyler Johnson on the right because they're trying to find a way to make up for the fact that they don't have to bring it anymore. And that just, I mean, I it's, you might as well try something. Like, I guess I'll, I'll give credit to Richardson and, and staff for taking a swing, but that doesn't you, sound very good. Encouraging. Go yeah, ahead, they, went, they went zero for six in the last game, but their power play actually looked even worse in the other games. Like, <laughs> like it's kind of sad, sad how like, but like, even though Patrick Kane, they over defer to him. He still at least can get stuff going. The minute he stepped off the ice, the power play couldn't even do like they couldn't do anything. So just like think about how like we sit we sit there and say Patrick Kane might be able to score. I don't. I'm starting to get. Yeah, will will he be able to score with no one else there? I don't. <laughs> It's very hard to tell if that's going to even be possible. Like, yeah, like this is like he had um, – he always had someone to skate with. You know, like early in his career when the team was really good, there were a bunch of options. And then he had Panarin and then Dabrinkit. And now it's like, who you got? Well, Ta- he's Taylor made, Radish? <laughs> he's definitely made do with players that aren't top – top six like he the season that Andrew Shaw scored like he had his highest point total he actually scored like almost 70 percent of those points when Kane double shifted on the third line with him so like or Versteeg or a really old Richardson you know like it's not like (laughs) you mean Brad Richards yeah, Richard. Okay. Sorry, not Richardson. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Luke Richardson. Okay, He's not, he actually wasn't even that that old, but you know, for hockey players. Um, yeah. But I, I feel because Yager how, would like a word <laughs> because of how deep those teams were. Patrick Kane could get away with being able to play with those types of players because he usually can just work with anybody. But the defenders, you know, still had to defend other players. There's no one else that they have to target really. <laughs> Like in every single game you see, they just overloaded him. And um, like I said last week, him and Seth Jones, and it was, it just neutered <laughs> the Blackhawks even more than they already were. Yeah. And I guess that's, that kind of spins into another thing you could keep an eye on during the season is to watch how, uh, how Richardson deploys players, like as much as possible, like trying to want, like it's going to be tough on the road, but when you have the benefit of last change, getting Kane away from whatever the top D pairing is, on that team and uh, to get some semblance of an offensive opportunity. That's another little thing you could watch with, uh, with Richardson to see how he, uh, his in-game management, if you will. Um, but uh, outside of that, like I just, there's um like to Shay's point, like there's just, they're so, they're so precious little to get excited about, like so much more of, you know, all, all the, the players who might be part of this team in the long term are all in college or in the juniors or in the AHL. And it's just, it's, uh, it's just hard to get excited. Like usually I have some level of excitement just cause I'm able to watch the Blackhawks again. 
Uh, and it's it's really lacking this year. It feels it feels like so much more of a chore than it ever has before. And I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did that time. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I before we go, I, I have I have a, a grievance, and I want to see if the three of you are with me on this. On Saturday, the Hawks played a preseason game in St. Louis, and it was I think it was broadcast in the St. Louis area. Yeah. How in the fuck in the year 2022 is there an NHL game preseason or not that is not available to be watched outside of the city where it is being played? So they said it was because of the time change was too late for them I, to adjust in I, Chicago. That they sounds, didn't. They didn't. They didn't have a radio. They didn't have the radio going either. That's just. I. I. I that's that is a is it sounds more of an excuse than a reason to me. I just like the technology has evolved so much. Like I can watch my division three alma mater's volleyball team play every game on Facebook if I want to. I have not, but I'm, I could. And the fact that I couldn't watch a preseason NHL game, I think that just it's just like incompetence by the league, and it just really bothered the hell out of me. And I, I wondered if you three money had, thing. It's a money thing. It's for I sure just, money. It probably wasn't worth the money to them to do it. <laughs> I that just I don't know. Shay Mel. That's what they I, forgot. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just like maybe, this, minutes. Might, this just might be an old man yelling at a cloud. But that just I don't know, that that really annoyed me on Saturday. Fifteen minutes into the game, like oh fuck, that was tonight. Oh well. <laughs> At least the refs showed up for it. I mean, fifteen minutes into the game, it was all. Who cares? <laughs> it was three to nothing. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, but I'll, here's the thing: it, it's also a preseason game of the Chicago of the 2022-2023 Chicago Blackhawks. Nobody. The, the the sad truth of it is, out, nobody outside of Chicago, including the other fan base, wants to watch that game. I I. See, like they might have all turned it off, after, but it's it, like the result should be irrelevant because that's like that's that's uh, irrelevant to the principle. It's just like you should be able to watch a professional sports franchise hockey game, even if you are just even if it's only in Chicago and St. Louis. Like the fact that it wasn't broadcast here, that just seems that just reeks of uh, another thing the NHL sucks at. I mean, I, I don't disagree with you, but I'm not surprised because like. The hockey market in Chicago is not what people make it out to be. Like outside of the Hawks, most people don't give a shit. Oh, okay, and yeah. A lot of times they don't give a shit about the Hawks if they're not good. So it's yeah. like, if Betsy could be right, could be about money, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I imagine there was like to Betsy's point, there was like a money or contractual thing. I it just, I, don't know, I was just, I was annoyed. Um, what was on instead? Fucking beer money. I I don't know I I wasn't uh, I, I wasn't home I was I was out doing a newspaper thing and I thought I might be able to watch the Hawks preseason game to during it but I guess not. Um, the other thing actually you know what now we uh, I thought I had a segue here but I don't so I'm just going to keep talking like I did. Uh, the one other thing related to the season that I guess this is the only interesting part that we have and it's not great but it's all we got. Um, obviously. Uh, Connor Bedard, next year's draft, number one pick, yada, yada, yada. Next coming of Wayne Gretzky and Jesus together. Um, Damn. Yeah, pretty good, right? The, yeah, question I mean, I ha- the question I have and the question I'd like to, for us to get into, are the Blackhawks going to be bad enough to have the best odds at 
uh, Connor Bedard next year. And Shay, I'll start with you. Uh, the candidates here. Well, I'll, I'll just let you start, and we'll, we'll. I'm sure we'll dive into all of the candidates uh, that are competing with the Hawks in this thing that's going on. I'm not using the T word because I refuse. Yes, I know. I, I know you, you. You refuse to name one of the sites that tracks the, the lottery odds. <laughs> Correct. Um, so the, the 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 contenders with the Blackhawks. I'll, I'll start naming them. Montreal Canadiens. Uh, anybody opposed to the Montreal Canadiens being one of the worst? Oh no, Kirby Doc's going to turn that whole thing around, man. Uh huh. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes. Anybody opposed to the Arizona Coyotes being one of the worst teams? Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers. I, I, that's that's like, controversial. I think I I think they're a sneaky like disaster waiting to happen because yes. like because the way I thought you were going to go positive on them and I was like the, no Dave no no the way Tortorella <laughs> the way he coaches like like he can get players to buy in if things are going well but that, that team roster <laughs> a team is not good on paper and. Like when, when you, when you're losing and your coach is that guy, like that just, that just seems like it has the ability to explode into a comically awful situation. I feel bad for the Broadstreet hockey people. Cause I know them and the, they're, uh, they're good folks and they've had to watch worse hockey than we have. And it's about to get even worse for them. Uh, but at least they got the Eagles and the Phillies. Uh, but so yeah. I think, I think those are the four teams at the bottom of the standings this year. The, so, um, the, so the Hawks, Canadians, Flyers and Flyers coyotes. and coyotes. I yeah, I had uh that's like we I had an article at the site today that had those three those three teams that were including the Hawks because we know the Hawks are gonna be down there, and then there were three others. Uh Betsy, what about you? Any other thoughts on this? Uh so I don't I think it will be a race between Arizona and Chicago. And yes. I don't, oh, by the way, yeah, I do think the Blackhawks will be bad enough for Bedard. Okay. I think it'll depend on how quickly they trade Patrick Kane. <laughs> yes, true. Um, the, the, the one, the one person who has a chance of ruining it. Yeah, it was it was Kane. funny because when all the modelers were doing their their season predictions, a lot of them did a pre Kane post Kane kind of thing. You know, like they were like, so I took Kane out, and then that dropped them to the worst. <laughs> like, like they were yeah. like. This is, you know, if you lose him, you know, around the trade deadline, they will be the worst. Um, So they they ended up going with those options because otherwise it ticked them up like like one or two spots. Um, And I can't remember what the other team, it might have been the Canadians that was the other team that like jumped. Um, But yeah, so I mean. I I think it will depend on that. But I, again, watching the preseason and I know it's the preseason and I try really hard to be like, it's not real hockey yet. Um, But he just couldn't get anything going with any of the players. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know if that's going to matter, but um, (laughs) like, I think Seattle could be in the race because I don't think they look very good. Like I just depends. There's such a weird group of players. Um, I think I had them on the list too. Like they got, like they added Burakovsky and Oliver Borkstrand, who were pretty good players, but just the overall package still doesn't seem great, and I still don't trust their goaltending. So the Stars looked awful in the preseason. Again, not real hockey, but like they looked really bad too. Uh, I don't think they'll be that bad over the season. And on top of that, they typically do that whole we start out bad but get better towards the end because Pavelski is like I'm still here. Um, <laughs> I will score from anywhere with my stick at any angle, Pavelski. Um, 
That's a very uh, long nickname. I know. <laughs> but but yeah, so we'll see. I I I think they could be the worst. It's just what will Arizona do to to make themselves even better? <laughs> I think see, I think that's like the most intrigue here with with the Hawks is that they have the farthest drop to take once they trade Kane. And also if they trade like, you know, Max Domi and Athanasiu and everybody, all the other expendable pieces, like they could drop really far, really quick. And like, like, I don't, after March, there's probably only what, like 10 to 15 games left after the trade deadline. But I mean, if they only win one or two of those, yeah. that'll. And there's no reason to bring up Reichel if Kane isn't there, like just leave him and Rockford yeah. to like do whatever, bring up fucking Buddy Robinson. <laughs> I mean, I think he's still going to be on the team to start, but like he could be, you know, that's what they're going to do. They're going to bring up those types of players. No, not your buddy, pal. Uh, there what? is one team. There's one. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, no. I, I know that was Mill. Sorry, Mill. I was going to say Montreal is actually not t- like their roster. They're going to be bad, but their roster is a lot better than the Hawks. Yeah. Like they, I think with Montreal, because I, I think with Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki is pretty good. And if depending, yeah. I think they're keeping Slavkovsky up. I think they, they, are, have, they, all, they have. And they also have Ball, Goal, however you say his, uh, He's going to be a stud on I mean, defense. Hoffman, Dadunov, Druin. I mean, they're not great, but like the Hawks are a bunch of fucking like guys. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, these are guys who are okay. They're they're uh, Sean Monahan. Yeah, it's Mel- their divisions. That's right, true. Exactly. That is a good point. It's, but 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 like the thing is like they don't. I don't think they're going to get like blasted as bad as the Hawks, especially if Price comes back. Yeah. Well, and and well, Price. I don't think they're expecting Price at any point this season. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's. Yeah. Right. And, that makes and, sense. And with the Hawks, like the Hawks also are in a pretty good division too which uh, but of course arizona's in that division those games against arizona are going to be why do you, think, you really think the hawks are in that uh, so you've got you've got colorado minnesota st louis those are the only legitimate teams in the division yeah. dallas is a they ride a mediocre wave i, I guess it's i guess it's nashville and winnipeg are like well now that they got rid, rid of rick bonus they're gonna be like kind of yaha <laughs> I so think they, it's more they, because Colorado's the defending cup champions. It's oh, like for it's sure. a higher ceiling. And because Minnesota uh looks like they might be regular season champs again, like just like they were last year. I now, feel like this, this division, so the central this year is very much like the uh the Atlantic was last year, where they have like a clear divide, like they have a very high top end, and then they have a very low bottom. Yeah. Uh, you know? Before I forget, Mill, did you have any but any other teams or things you wanted to throw in here? No, the Hawks are horrible. They definitely have a shot at this game. <laughs> okay. Because the only other the only other two teams I had on the list that have not been named yet, there was um, the San Jose Sharks, who I put on there just because, like, if you think the Hawks situation is bad, go look at the Sharks cap-friendly page. They have, like, uh, four or five contracts for guys that are not anywhere near that level of play that are locked up for several seasons they just look like they are screwed for the longest time. Um, so they nobody have, cares because they got shiny new uniforms. Yeah. they Yeah. Well, at least they'll look at why they do it, but yeah. they, like they have, so they don't have good players or they, like they don't have like the top end talent locked up on long-term deals. So they don't have the flexibility that any sort of depth and they still haven't found a goalie at any point. So I, I feel like they, they could be a sneaky bad team. And yeah, the but the thing team, is that division sucks, Dave. That's okay. That is a fair point. 
Um, uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, like, you're, look you're at the right, Pacific. though. You're absolutely right. Uh, the other team that I threw in there just for like the sake of, it was more just like a reflex when I was talking about bad NHL teams recently and the Buffalo Sabres had to be included. I think oh. with Owen powers uh, up and uh, Rasmus Dallin maybe being better, they should be okay, but it's the Buffalo Sabres from the last 10 years. They haven't made the playoffs since 2012, I think. So I will tell you, so we just named a bunch of teams, right? Um, the, even though the Canadians might be really bad, they do have some prospects that are going to be very important to them playing for them. Like they're going to be, they're, their they're, their future core. Buffalo has a ton of players that are going to be their future core. Even the flyers will have players on their team that look like they could be a part of their future. The Blackhawks don't have that. You just mentioned <laughs> San Jose doesn't really have that. Yeah. Arizona doesn't really have that. Oh, Clayton Keller uh, doesn't do it for you? Uh, well, I, Betsy's right. Like, uh, not to the same extent, but Montreal kind of looks like where Ottawa was a little bit ago. Yeah. Um, you know, where they're bad, but, like, they got something there. Yeah, and, and they seem like they're – I think they're one of the sexy, like, on-the-up-and-up picks for the season. Not, like, and, a couple of contenders, but definitely – There are a lot like, of guys that can flip. Yeah. Their, their thing is uh, Ottawa's in that division that they have a distinctive top four. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Florida, Toronto, Tampa, Boston, those are the four. I think they had the biggest divide between the fourth and fifth, like the largest uh, point discrepancy last season between the fourth place team and the fifth place team of any division. It was like <laughs> more than 30 points. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see the, uh, the difference between Colorado and Chicago slash Arizona at the bottom of the central because uh, that's uh, that's going to be. Will it be more number. than fifty? Fifty seems excessive. Well, no, I mean, no, no, it doesn't. The difference between Colorado and Arizona last year was sixty-two. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, fifty seems right. Well, I, don't I guess even it's think just... it's Colorado. I think the Hawks and Coyotes are just going to struggle to get points against most teams, anyways. Yeah. Well, and it's because Colorado could, well, I get, they're, they're going to be good again. It's going to be interesting to see uh, how but they, they might reload because they did they lose a few players. They might kind of coast a little bit till the playoffs. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they still got to get off their uh, collective offseason hangover, which still might be in effect. That's the other thing I was thinking about. Actually, I just looked this up as we were talking because the Hawks open in Colorado. They're going to raise the banner that night. And uh, the Hawks had three banner nights and only won one of them. So like my initial thought is maybe the Hawks catch Colorado sleeping a little bit on the first night just to no. throw everybody off. Uh-oh. Okay. No. Yeah, who did they lose to? The, like the Rangers and the Red Wings or something? Uh, they, they beat – they lost to the Red Wings and I think the Rangers, you said, and, I, and the Capitals. Or maybe they beat the Capitals. I just Yeah, like I, those, those are not – like that's not the same as playing the Hawks. I no. know. Well, the Red Wings were were not quite. At they're still though, a playoff yeah. team, then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's so there's all that. Uh, I I I don't know what else to, there is to say though. I mean, it's um it's gonna be. It's gonna be something. You know, what? I I was thinking though. I do have one optimistic take. Well, it's not really. It's it has nothing to do with the Blackhawks. What I will say for those of you out there who have young hockey fans in your life. This is the ideal time to take them to a Blackhawks game because the tickets are going to be cheap 
and uh, it, it's a you know you'll be able to take someone who doesn't know anything about rebuilds or tanking or any of those other things. Just take you can take somebody a young a son daughter niece nephew whoever take them to a hockey game let them experience it in person because it's the best sport uh the hockey translate the best from the tv uh experience to the in-person viewing experience so uh that's the best thing is i can take is maybe there'll be some young hockey fans who are built this season because they get to go to a hockey game for the first time because uh it was a little more expensive several years ago so so there you go that's There's how my- i was built that's that's what I did too. Like I went, my first game was in '97. It was and the we year after. Out, I, we, we turned, turned out, out okay, great, right? Too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it sucked for the first ten years, but then it got really fun. Really fun. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So maybe maybe that's what some uh, some young hockey fan in your life, as you're listening to this, maybe they'll uh, they'll get exposed as well. Uh, we're gonna take a quick time out. We're gonna catch our breath, and then we're gonna talk about the rest of the league because they're gonna be probably a lot more interesting than the Blackhawks. And uh, so come on back, come on back on the other side of this timeout for all of that. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Welcome back to Musings on Madison here on the Second City Hockey Podcast Network. And as promised before the break, wanted to talk about, well, the rest of the NHL, because they're going to be infinitely more interesting than uh, anything going on with the Blackhawks this season. And I I don't really know. um, It doesn't feel like there's a, like, everyone has... Like, there's not a consensus cup favorite this year, it feels like. Maybe I haven't read enough other projections from other people. Um, and so feel free to tell me if I'm wrong, but that's the impression I have gotten from things I have seen and read and whatnot throughout the last few weeks. Um, so I don't know if there's, we don't even have to go like straight with Stanley cup, uh, project, uh, predictions. I'm, I'm trying to say project projections and predictions, and I can't say either word, but I'm not saying you have to pick a cup winner right now, but, uh, just what, what are some, uh, some hockey thoughts on your mind outside of Chicago? Shay. Uh, well, most of them are about Vegas and the lack of goal to, and the lack of goaltending that we we're currently facing and, uh, just prayer prayers up for Logan Thompson. Um, but, uh, besides that, uh, can Colorado repeat, uh, can Edmonton is, is Edmonton good now that they fix, no. Their, no. fix their goaltending? No. Um, no. wait, 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 hang on. Who did they get? Is their goalie Jack Campbell? Okay, they didn't fix shit. They did fix it. <laughs> no, it is much. Be- it is a much better situation than Mike Smith. I mean, and okay. Mike and okay, okay. You, you. Here's an improvement. It's not a. Fix. It's a fix. You, Jack you Campbell have... missed. Good. You replaced Jack, the goalie. I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd argue that Jack Campbell is a good, good quarterback. I'd, I'd, I'd argue that Jack Campbell is a good goaltender. He's um, an average goaltender. I'll give you average. Behind I think the, that's being he's an average goaltender behind the Leafs defense. But the Leafs are a good 
possession team. Are, okay, they're a good possession team. I also think that Edmonton could be that this season. Who's going to play defense on Edmonton? Darnell Nurse for 100 90, minutes a night. 95-year-old Duncan Keith was playing 20 minutes a night for them, so... Uh, and then, uh, what, what's the surprise bottom out team? Cause I, I like, we're expecting the sharks, but like, what about Nashville? I, cause I didn't get to them in the last, cause I don't think they're going to be like bottom of the standings bad. No, they've been like hovering around like third and fourth or fifth in the division. It feels like for a decade. And I, I don't know how they keep doing it. It's almost impossible. Okay, but uh, uh, I guess well, didn't you they, could tell didn't me they lose a goalie? No, uh, UC Saros is still is still there. Yeah, that's they right. Got, they they got you, I keep getting UC Saros and Billy Huso mixed up, but you you, are you could you could tell me that the Predators are anywhere in the Central Division standings from one to eight this season, and I would not be surprised. Uh, but if they're <laughs> one, it's because UC Saros won the Vesna. Yeah. Well, they they did get uh, two free yeah. wins in Europe against the Sharks, so that and they nice did. Mill's right; they did pick up Lankinen. Yes, and Kevin Lankinen started one of those games and won. So good, good for Lankinen. He and his uh, countrymen. Um, but yeah, so uh, all right. Well, we got we got some of Shay's thoughts, and Shay, feel free to yell at us when we offer ours, just like we were all yelling at you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Betsy, go ahead. What are your hockey thoughts for the season? Um, okay, I think Minnesota is going to be a top five team. But are they going to do anything in the playoffs? Because they 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 remind me. I, I I don't have a great hockey equivalent for it, but they remind me of the Indianapolis Colts in their first ten years when they had Peyton Manning, and they'd be awesome in the regular season and then lose to the Patriots in the so first round. I think so. Their issue in the playoffs is going to be who do they face? Because I think if they play like if they get like if if Colorado cruises, you know, like they don't get first. And Minnesota does because I think they'll be better than um, the St. Louis Blues. Uh, maybe they'll be, but either way. So if that happens and they play the weakest team, I think they could get to the second round. I don't know if they can get past that, but I think they can make it to the second round for the first time in what, like a decade. I don't <laughs> when's the last time. Didn't um, they make it last season? I thought they, Oh no, sorry. The blues knocked them out. That's right. Yeah, I was correct. And they didn't make it past the second season. Like anytime when the Hawks were in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Cause they always ran into the Hawks. Yeah. And, um, they have not won a playoff series since 2015. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was when like, they, they won and then lost to the Hawks. Yes. Okay. I was like, there's one year that they played them. That wasn't the first round, but I think they can make it to the second round. I do not think that they can, or I don't, but that just depends on who they play. Um, but I, I think they're better. I think they are a type, top five regular season team. Um, I don't, let me think. What are the other thoughts? I think Vegas will make the playoffs, but only because that uh, division is terrible. Sorry, Shane. Hey, there I'll go, take Shane. it. I'll take <laughs> it all day long. Your, your pity invite to the playoffs will be in the mail. Um, we're and- down, like, unless Peter Mrazek turns it around and then it's traded to the Vegas Golden Knights, we don't have that much hope. Um, and I bet, I bet like Toronto takes the whole, we're the best regular season team to not do shit in the playoffs to the president's trophy this year. And then, and then what happens? And then they lose in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> like usual. That, that's, 
I, I, well, I, you know, I, it's weird. I think Toronto is going to be whenever they do make it past the first round, if they ever can, I think they will be like the caps um, and finally like win a cup. But that's just like such a like, will that ever happen? That, you know, it's almost impossible to think about. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, every, every time I look, I look at Toronto's roster, like no matter what they do in the off season, the first week, the first game, you go look at their lineup. And the question is always the same. Who's going to play defense? Who's going to stop the puck? And they never seem to have ans- good answers for either one of those questions. Yep. And I, and I remain unconvinced that they got him again this year. Mill, what about you? What are some of your preseason hockey thoughts? Well, I think, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of Hawks fans who will say they, they hate, you know, stars on other teams. I know hate's a strong word. I don't use it seriously here. But I think it's a good time to soak in watching any Ovechkin or Crosby or guys of that ilk because they're kind of coming towards the end here. Yeah. Um, maybe not this year, you know, but uh, so I'm, I'm going to try to soak in some of that. Um, I will probably buy an Ottawa Senators jersey. <laughs> That's just a personal take. Can't, can't do it. Too, too sad. Uh, I just think those are really sick, That the, ni- the 90s ones that they went back to. Yeah, they, they're, um, they're, it's a good look, but uh, I know which player you're going to buy, and I just can't do it. Uh, I'm not gonna. I, you know what? I've never bought a, a guy who left the Hawks somewhere else. Hmm. I don't know. It's, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't because I love Alex Brinkett, but I'm just saying, like, for, first time for everything, I guess. No. Yeah, maybe. Um, and yeah, I think uh, I don't have a lot of hot takes. I think the the Pacific's gonna be a car crash. It's not gonna be good. Flames and uh, Oilers and Vegas are probably gonna be the only teams that have a chance of even because they have to have three teams in the playoffs and i really just want to see john tortorella have a meltdown <laughs> yeah for I, philadelphia i you i'm sure he i'm sure he will at some point like there's just there there's there's no way that can't end catastrophically and and, and sooner the better um i don't know like i've been i've been looking clicking around and stuff trying to like decide if if i have like uh, a team i think f- to pick a cup winner. I hate predictions in sports because you never know what's going to happen. Um, like I picked the Hawks to be a wild card team last year. So, and, and that was over by Halloween, I think. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like Tampa's going to be, I, I feel like I would rather wager on Tampa or Florida in the Atlantic than Toronto to get out of, to get out and get into the. I'll never been on Toronto. No, I just, yeah, I, I think but to Betsy's point, though, that like if they make it past the first round, they'll run all the way to the cup. But I'm not convinced this is year to do it unless they add something crazy in the regular season. Um, I, I am most fascinated by Calgary because after they lost Goudreau and everyone left them for dead and then they made some moves and now they're kind of back. So uh, I'm intrigued by them. Uh, and I, I want Carolina to do it just because it would be like I, it's a, a mostly fun team and they're a fun yeah, hockey to watch, but it just never seems to work for them. So I, I, I don't know. They're like an inoffensive team. Yeah. You know, exactly. So them winning doesn't. <laughs> they're, do the, they're the they Seattle Mariners of hockey. You know, I feel like uh, for the last few, like for a while, you kind of root against teams in mm-hmm. the playoffs more than you root for them. Um. Like you know what? You know. I, let's let's stay in that lane. Let's get our hockey hate out. What hockey team do you hope uh, 
uh, do you hope it crashes and burns in a disastrous manner? Figuratively speaking, not literally. Uh, and let's stay out of the Central Division because obviously we hate all of those teams already. Detroit. Um, <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Low-hanging fruit, but I'll, it's it's granted. Uh, I I, I kind of want the Rangers to fall apart. I, I just don't – I don't know. I just – I don't – I just don't. I don't want New York things that have success. New York teams that have success. I just pretty hype boy. I want New York to do well because I think they'll pay the most to get Patrick Kane. Oh, okay. There, there is a good point. So I want them to be like where they think that they just need one more piece, and they'll Uh, overpay for it. I don't think we uh, like. I, I think Toronto gets a lot of the ridicule in hockey circles outside of Toronto, and justifiably so. But uh, I don't think we get enough comedy out of Edmonton, and how funny it is that they have oh, two of the top work. five players in the world and never do anything with them. I was about to say, I hope they don't make the playoffs <laughs> because I want to watch Man. the world burn for them. If they- the problem with that is that division's so bad that whoever would take that spot. You know, I mean, you know yeah. well, okay, here's the thing. I think the Kings are actually secretly very good, and I don't know how many people are slotting them into the playoffs again, even though they're they definitely be. better for sure. I don't think their, their major problem is goaltending because you can't rely on Jonathan Quick to do what he did last year again. I, I do have to give the Oilers credit where credit is due, though. They finally got rid of those fucking highlighter orange jerseys, <laughs> and they're wearing I knew the eighties. Be a jersey tag as soon as you Well, I mean, look, you can't beat those Gretzky era ones. The ones that they were wearing before that sucked. So. All all we need is Vegas not to shit the bed and beat the Oilers into the playoffs. There, there <laughs> so we go. You know, who, you know, you know, a team in that division I'm really pulling for is uh, the Anaheim Ducks. Um, because a Trevor Zegers is fun to watch, yeah. but the way he spoke up last year when I forget who it was, Keith. No, it wasn't Keith Yandel. It was somebody else. Somebody else ragdolled Sam Steele for no reason at the end of a game, and and Zegers just went off in the post game media session and and just called out that bullshit mentality that is so pervasive in hockey. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. So I wish him and his team all the success in the world. And in that division. There's room to have it. So, another team with ugly jerseys. <laughs> you know, if Kane goes to New York, because um, it's Gallant, right? Is the coach still? Yeah. So, like, it'll definitely, this is my Mighty Ducks quota for the episode. It'll definitely be Charlie Conway screaming at the new coach, going, I'm a, I don't play defense, I'm a scorer. <laughs> it's a two way team. No, I'm a scorer. Uh, I mean, we're, it's we're, true. That's why New York is decent, is because he got them organized. Oh, we should. It'll be, it'll be fine. It, he'll be like how um, Tortorella like spoke about him because tr- somebody said something to him when he was they were playing for the Olympics or the Cup or whichever. It was a Cup, right? Which was the team that Tortorella was the coach for, and it was so sad. They did. They, they took grinders with them to the U.S. I was think that, it was the last Olympics that they went to. Well, it was either that or the World Cup of Hockey. I don't know. I think it was the Olympics because I think they were trying to do the whole miracle thing that they were like, it's not necessarily the best players. It's the players that are like the right players for the job. And you were like, fuck off. Um, I guess, I guess uh, John Tortorello is not Herb Brooks. <laughs> I mean, no. But the way, John- that he, the way that he spoke about 
like he like that he was like and the way that he treated like Panarin when he was there he's pretty much like if you can score and be that good offensively I don't care what you do and it's up to the other players to like pick your shit up essentially um I don't know how it was I don't know if Gallant was like that though in other like I mean, when, when Tortorella took the Lightning to the final and they won, the con smite winner was Brad Richards. So <laughs> take that as you will. You know what? I saw an article recently that I was not aware that this was a, a thing, but um, I, like out of the big North American sports, uh, the trio that has lasted the longest as teammates, I believe was the qualifier is Crosby, Latang, and Malkin in Pittsburgh. Yes, sir. 17 years. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of neat. And I would love to sit here and tell you, like, I, I enjoy Pittsburgh as in as a city and as a, most of their sports teams. I don't really have any Pittsburgh hatred because I feel like there's a substantial overlap in overall uh, mood and mindset to them and Chicago. The, their football team is much more of the winning variety. But, Not uh, this year. I, yeah. But I just feel like Pittsburgh just is uh, – I, I've never been offended by them, so I kind of want them to be successful. But uh, the other thing is Crosby, Malkin, and Latang have been together for 17 years, so they're all fucking old now. <laughs> so I, I don't That's know what how I was far saying. they like, can they're carry gonna that start team. retiring. Yeah. I would have wanted them to have a last dance if they had Flurry back because I love Mark Andre Flurry. Uh, that that, that would have been pretty cool. But uh, they have a bunch of fucking random goaltenders who keep getting hurt. So yeah, Casey DeSmith and Tristan some, Jari. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, they've got Jan Ruda, so so there's that. Yeah, they did have Louis Domingue. They did. Who I believe him. is a Ranger now. Yeah. Didn't they wave him and he got picked up? Something like that. I don't know. So, all right, let's do <laughs> Louis Domingue. Let's, let's uh, do, do we want to do divisional winners? I mean, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's, let's just. Uh, there are no winners, Dave, only losers. Yeah, well, it's going to be us <laughs> watching the Hawks all the time. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's let's do it. Let's do divisional winners. Uh, I'll just go. We're going to go in order. I'm going to say the division and then I will say each of your names and then you pick a team and I will go. I'll, I'll start off first. We're going to go out to the Metro. I'm taking Carolina. Shay, what about you? This is the Metro. The Metro. Yeah, I agree. Carolina. Mill. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go super dark horse. Give me Columbus. They're in the Metro, right? They are. Good luck oh, with wow. that. Yeah. yeah, good luck with that, Mill. Oh, Betsy. <laughs> um. Yeah, Carolina. Okay. Atlantic Division. Uh, Shay, you go first. Toronto. Uh-huh. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna go with you and, and agree on Toronto. Betsy, what about you? Toronto, I think they could win. I think they're going to be regular season yeah. juggernauts this year. Yeah. <laughs> no, know. what about you? Um, well, I don't disagree. I like parody, so I will take Tampa Bay just for the hell of it. Let's uh, let's go over to the Central, which I think we can work through this one pretty quickly. Betsy. Colorado. Shay. Colorado. I'll make it three. Mill, are we going for a sweep? Nordiques, baby. All right, there we go. Clean sweep. Everyone's got Colorado, which means Minnesota will win it. Pacific Division. Uh, I don't know. I, I had. I thought I had a, a reason for the the order I was going, but I lost it. So, Mill. I'm gonna ride with with Shay. What 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 was said earlier? I'm gonna say the Kings. Fuck it. Shay, what about you? 
Uh, I wasn't choosing them to be uh, the the winner. I was choosing them to make. No, the you just um, you remind me that they're solid. Yeah, they're a wild card <laughs> team. Uh, Calgary. Betsy, what about you? Calgary. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to stick with Calgary as well. Uh, now let's go cup winners. Uh, let's just jump all the way to the to the top. Uh, if anybody has one right now, they'd like. I would like to be the team that's going to win the cup and the team that they are going to defeat in the cup. Uh, if anybody has would like to speak up first, go right ahead. Otherwise, I'll wait about five seconds and then I'll give out mine. At midseason, the the Vegas Golden Knights trade for a goaltender. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the <laughs> Carolina Hurricanes in the in the cup final. Uh, as Max Pacioretty ready misses a. Uh, cup winning goal in game seven. All right. When you wake up from that fever dream, let me know. That's your okay, I'll, 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 let, I'll, let, I'll let you know in uh, July, 2023. Uh, Betsy or Mill, did either one of you have warriors you wanted uh, to get on the table right now? Uh, Calgary. I think I want to say, I, I think Calgary could make it out of the West. If they can get past the avalanche. Um, I don't think the abs are, it's really hard. I don't know if the abs are good enough to repeat. Um, how weird would it be if there were two repeats right after each other? Like, has that happened since the <laughs> the league like expanded from like five teams? I'm gonna yeah, look that up. Last time it happened, the Islanders and the uh, uh, Oilers. So forty years ago. Yeah, it was. was none of us were alive. Yeah, not even me. It was the Islanders in 82 and 83, and then the Oilers in 84 and 85. There you oh. go. So most millennials weren't alive. Like, yeah. Although, alive. although I, I have seen people campaign that Tampa Bay Lightning does not deserve a Stanley Cup because both of theirs were in abbreviated seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Which I that's thought, like saying, I just thought it was so funny. The Hawks. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. That's like saying the Hawks. But I, I really want Carolina to win. I think, we've all, I think we all decided that I think it's just their time. And I think they put in the work, so I like them. Uh, and I still think – I don't know why I think the Wild are going to be really good this year, but I feel like it could surprise. But, yeah, Calgary, Carolina. And, and Mill, you made your pick, right? So I'm the only one left? No, I didn't make mine yet. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready to make your picks? Because I've got mine. Oh, yeah. I got a hot take. Okay. Give me the Penguins, the last okay. dance. Okay. And they're going to sweep the Jets, the boring Jets what? who are going to get there on the back of Rick Bonus' system. The Jets, oh, man. That is, I should have put the Jets in the potential Connor Bedard sweepstakes article. That no. They're going to be closer Their to coach that. is going to have them playing the most boring hockey anybody's seen in 25 years. All right. Yeah, boy. No, no, that's going to be the hard. I just want to, hey, look, I got to have conversation going, even if I'm wrong. All right, I, I've got a I've got a off the wall pick for the cup loser. I'm going to go Colorado over Washington. Call it the Dylan. See, that's likely pick. though. Like, that's not a hot take. Okay, well, no one else picked Washington. Damn it! So I'm. Calling Is this it supposed a weird to be a hot take? Yeah. No, I just want to oh. be an asshole about it because I didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a hot take. I just call it a, a slight left turn from what. Look, Taves is getting traded to the to the Pens. <laughs> I said this like three months ago. I do remember you saying that before. So yeah, Taves, I thought, you know what? No, Taves will finally get traded to Winnipeg so he can be, uh, he can uh, relish the boring hockey that they're maybe, playing. Maybe they could play the Rangers and he'll play against Kane in the final and that'd be raiding City for like three towns. So Boston is the other team that I, if they can like uh, weather the fact that they won't, they won't have like Martian 
Hammond and uh, McAvoy to start the season. But they it's the last, probably the last dance for Bergeron. And, so why can't they? And, uh, I, uh, Krejci came back too, right? Yeah, he only came back. He pretty much only came back because Bergeron was like, yeah, I'll stay around. I hope Boston misses the playoffs. Yeah, me too. That's that's another that's another team that can go down already. See, I I, enough. I don't care about Marshawn, but I love Bergeron, so I wouldn't mind. I you know what, Bessie? I want them to be so bad that they trade <laughs> Bergeron at the deadline. That'll make me happy. That'll get him I would out love, of Boston. If they, want, if they want to dump some players, we want to go after McAvoy. Like I would love McAvoy. Yeah. Give him two miss. Somebody in some uh, I think it was Kevin Dupont from the Boston Globe wrote a uh, potential trade for Patrick Kane from Boston. And I just looked at it and I'm like, I don't want any of these players. So, cause there, there was like Louis DeBrusque and somebody else that was in their late twenties. I'm like, it was Carlo. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't want these. Kane. I mean, unless I can move them for picks later, like I don't really want any of these. I think Carlo's actually only 25, but okay. um, he's top four, but he would be in the middle of all the other top four we don't have any top pairing guys. Like yeah. the team I'm kind of interested in watching, but I don't think they'll be that good because of their division is uh, New Jersey. Yes. Yeah, they, I feel like they're going to be better. Uh, they've got, they've got. Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to think of like. I feel like they don't have like uh, just enough star power to be like, the Hughes kid's going to be pretty. Yeah. Pretty tough. They do have, I, yeah, that's, that's one really good piece. Like I feel like Jesper Bratt is good and I don't care what the Brat pack says on Twitter. He's not the best yeah. player in the NHL. Although he's, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but that division is, is tough. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously hurricanes, blue jackets are a lot better now. Rangers are good. Pens are okay. Caps are good. I think the flyers, I mean, the Islanders are gotta be better than last year. Right. Is Dawson Mercer making the team for the Devils? Because he's gonna, I think he's gonna be fucking amazing. Uh, that I that's a question for someone who follows them. Yes. <laughs> that's I, a Betsy, I'm sorry, that's a question for someone who cares. <laughs> he he's on the roster, the opening night roster. Okay. So all right. Well, well is, is he getting the full treatment or just the nine game cup of coffee? Uh, and he's a, a couple of years out, so I'm, I'm gonna guess because he's okay. like 20 now. So, so he's he's too old to do the nine game cup of coffee. All right, who do the Flyers open up against? Uh, somebody that's better than they are. New Jersey. I, I rest my case. Oh mm-hmm. fuck! They play Tampa Bay like right away. So I just no one picked Tampa to make the cup, did did they? No. Okay. It's, it's hard. how can. Because that's four like, years in a row. They lost some good players. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just like what is it Palat in New Jersey now? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like they're not that bad. Yeah. Tampa's, okay. Tampa's like I've, I I I have the amount of reverence for Tampa now that I did for the Hawks in the 2010s, where it's just like they'll they'll figure it out. Like somehow they will figure it out. Yeah, but the Hawks coach didn't have a cigarette boat. <laughs> Jersey's also probably going to have uh, Nemec on defense, so that'll be interesting. They mm-hmm. didn't. Their, <laughs> their goaltending though is Bernier and Blackwood. And let's v- go. Vinetic, Vin- however you say it, um, the dude that was Washington's kid for a while. A v- Vitek, Vitek, v- Vanek, Vanek. Yeah. I yeah, too many mm-hmm. Blackwood Brigade. Baby. There's too many E's in his name. Yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's like three yeah. in his last name. 
There's all right. Two. Well, there's there's your Stanley Cup picks. You can take that to the window and uh, win yourself all sorts of monies. Because um, I'm sure we're all four of us will be correct somehow. Uh, but hey, we are once again planting our flag as the best food themed hockey podcast on the internet. And we're really going to have to lean into that this season because I'm sure come December and January and, and all those miserable, well, let me rephrase that come January and February and all the other miserable months of the year in the winter, when we're still watching this uh, godforsaken team, uh, we're going to need something to talk about. So I, I've got the food take for this evening and it's, I, I don't know if it's the hottest take and it's kind of a specific thing, but we'll see where it goes. Um, so Everybody loves pizza. We we've all there. If anybody, if you don't like pizza, I, I don't know what you're doing on this planet because there's so many good options. Uh, I'm not here for the deep, uh, a deep dish or thin crust discussion. That's not the point of this. We're getting into the side dishes with pizza, uh, specifically the drinks. I feel like pizza and beer is always the pairing. I feel like that's the inferior option. I think the best drink to have with pizza is a nice cold pop. Or soda, if you want to call it that, but I'm from the Midwest, so it's a pop. But I would say the most elite drink to uh, drink pairing for pizza is a nice cold pop, whatever is whatever brand you like. Although RC is significantly underrated on this list. Um, RC. RC. Was that as in you don't know what RC is? I do, but that was like, um, that feels like a Kmart brand soda. (laughs) To me. No, I know it's Crown. not. It's called it's, Royal Crown, Betsy. It's certainly not Kmart brand. Like you're like Crown, you're the pick Crown it, Royal is, is more preferred, but so yeah. So there's the take. It's it's <laughs> pizza and pop, pop and pizza, and not not that pizza and beer is bad, but pizza something about a, a nice cold, uh, nice cold Coke with some good ice cubes and uh, some slices of pie is just the way to go on a Sunday night in the winter when you're watching the Blackhawks. Well, that's why you just pour alcohol into your. <laughs> There's also a hard, hard soda. Um, yeah. Most of it's not very good, though. Like, yeah. I think a lot I, I, of it, it's not great. A lot of them, I feel like they skimp out on the quality of the soda. Just to, You made me say soda. I'm very upset with you. <laughs> they, sk- they skip out on the quality of the drink just so they can get the alcohol into it. And it's, it's so it's just syrupy grossness. And the um, ones that are better are the ones that are flavored ones that are like, this is an alcoholic orange soda. Those ones are good. Yeah. God you, you feel like you're drinking Fanta, but you're Fanta, Fanta, don't, don't you want to? That's going to be stuck in my head for the next week. I know. It immediately went into mine. I was like, I have to, everybody has to suffer now. Yeah. Shane Mill, what, what are your thoughts? Am, am I wrong? Am I, uh, am I an idiot or am I absolutely correct? Um, I'm with you because as much as I love beer, I like beer either before or after my meal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So like, and I guess that could go for really any alcohol, but the thing about beer is like beer is kind of more of like a, you could drink it while you're eating something and it's not as like out there. Like I'm not, you know, I mean, whatever, but, uh, so yeah, I'll definitely take like a, uh, cola type of drink so a cola there you go you know what i mean like a uh you know i like coke zero or like i usually drink diet pop but like coke pepsi rc whatever you know i mean it's the way to go also like a mr pib oh yeah you know if we're getting mr. into like those pib? kind of pops you guys keep saying like that's just 
Dr. Pepper's lesser brother. No, it's not the same flavor, though. <laughs> wait, wait, is Mr. Pib just Kmart Dr. Pepper? Is that what you're trying to say? No. <laughs> you know when you go to, like, fast food restaurants and it's either, it's all, like, this is all Pepsi or this is all Coke, and then you yeah. always have the, like, Mr. Pib and Dr. Pepper are um the equivalent of each other on those things and mr pip doesn't even have a doctorate so it's not as good but Jesus. but like it's more of my he's people just gen- he's just a gentleman but Gen- like uh, gentleman pib but like to me it's not the, exactly this like how mellow yellow no, they're not to be mountain dew no of course they're not they're not exactly the same they're all cherry based though but i prefer mr pib okay shay what about you if I'm if I'm if I'm making you a pizza, what what are you going to the store to get to drink with it? Yeah, uh, I'm a diet soda drinker. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm with you. I'm I'm in the I'm in the zero club. It's a Coke yeah, zero, yeah. Pepsi, Pepsi zero, whatever they want Very to call good it. Zero. Yeah. Pepsi. Uh, oh, stop! But as oh, uh, oh. as a as a as a as a as a Texas graduate degree holder, and now also now a Texas. Uh, newspaper employee, uh, Dr. Dr. Pepper is where it's at. Okay. I will say, I, I, I want to give you guys, give everybody in the group and uh, something to to explore this hockey season. Don't sleep on root beer. I feel like we don't give enough credit to root beer. If you get a really, really good root beer, barf. it's an under... What? A&W. Oh, I thought you said barf, and then I realized you said barks. No, and barks. you're absolutely... Barks rules. It's like got a little bit more of a... Um, it feels more carbonated to me than A and W and mug. It's more bitter. Yeah. It's got like a more bitter aftertaste to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, a W uh, is sweeter. Yeah, A and W is also excellent. Uh, do do they have A and Ws down in Georgia? Yeah. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was strictly a Midwest thing. There's yeah. not many. I don't think there's any around here. I think the nearest ones to us are like up in Wisconsin, but they're all. There over used to Wisconsin. be one in the mall and in Hobart, but I think they're closed. Yeah, it's it, it was one of those like A and W and KFCs, and it's not there anymore. They're it's cream, good. I, they're, I, I they're love them. Are the best. Yeah. All right, but yeah, I uh, I, I think a, a good a good slice of pizza with uh, with some root beer is also uh, an elite elite lunch or dinner combo. It's a verse you can hell have it for breakfast. Start your day off right. You deserve it. <laughs> but on the soda track, you guys like Pepsi more than Coke? no. Oh no, no. no. I, I what I was saying is with the. Uh, <laughs> I, when I said I was in the zero club, it's either like the if I drink pop, it's the Pepsi. Well, it's Pepsi Zero Sugar or Coke Zero. It, I think it was Pepsi Max for a hot minute. Yeah, they changed it. No, yeah. I'm I'm with you, Dave. It's like if you go to a restaurant and you want like a a, a diet Coke and they have diet Pepsi, it's like yeah, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Uh, mine is I'll take water instead. Yeah, no, di- I actually like when I'm making lunch decisions for work, I will legitimately avoid a place if it has Pepsi and not Coke. Just does yeah, yeah. Pepsi. I mean, like I, if I'm going there for the pizza, it's not that big a deal to me. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll carry it out, go to the store, and buy Coke. Have you guys ever done the soda test? Where so you like you put a bunch of bot like a bottles or cups of um, soda, all dark, um, generally the same. Like you'd have Coke, Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Pepsi. Pepsi Zero, you know, like you'd have the ones that are all similar. RC Cola would be in there, that kind of stuff. But, and then they would be hidden from you and you would drink them through a straw and you would try to guess which one is which one, you know, like you would try to like label them. 
Um, my <laughs> office did this once and I was the only person that got, but we did, there were 10 of them and I got eight out of 10 correct. Betsy, what I'm hearing is about a game 35, maybe game 40 experiment because <laughs> we're going to need something to do during these See, I think I could do that, but I might be better with beer. Oh, that would be an interesting. Yeah, because people we'll, do it with wine all the fucking. We'll time. get it. We'll get all of the lights in front of you, Emil. Yeah. We'll get you Bud Light, Miller Light, Keystone Light, Natty Light, Bush Light. Oh, Nat, Yeah, I think yeah. There's and there's no, more. It doesn't name. sound appetizing anymore. If there's, if there's a Stroh's Light, I'll get that in front of you. Yeah, let me drink Stroh's Light through a fucking straw. There you go. Yeah, we'll we'll let you we'll let you. That's how bad the Hawks are going to be, folks. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, that was uh, uh, we ended up talking about food. So that's that's uh, we, we got to where we always do. So uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Musings on Madison. Any other uh, hockey thoughts or food thoughts or light drink thoughts? Uh, I'm waiting for beer zero. Uh, aren't they have? Not I, yeah, I, I thought I think that's a thing that that defeats the purpose. <laughs> Is it zero alcohol or zero calories? That's what I'm. Yeah, calories. Okay. I I thought they somebody was. Don't they? I thought there was like a bud zero now. There's a there's a Yingling that's like very low calorie, but it's not good. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll be in search of that throughout the course of the season uh, because we're going to need a lot of things to look at other than uh, this Blackhawk season. So, but we're gonna we're. I expect this space to continue to get more and more weird as the season goes on, just because we need to find ways to entertain ourselves because it doesn't seem like we're going to get that from the Blackhawks. And hopefully in the process, we entertain all of the people who are listening to this. Um, so thank you. If you're one of those people listening to this, if you're not, I guess, yeah, well, never mind. I just, my brain just really hurt itself for a second. So I'm not going to go down that road anymore, but thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, keep an eye on the black on, on our website, secondcityhockey.com, where we'll be writing about all the Blackhawk stuff that happens throughout the course of the season. Uh, this podcast will be around pretty much every week, all season long uh, for you to listen to. And you can listen to our slow descent into madness as the season goes on. Uh, the main account is on Twitter at 2ND City Hockey. I am at DMELT57. Mill is at Mill182. Shay is at Jehosa's Witness. Betsy is not on Twitter, but she's at secondcityhockey.com under the name LBR, where once again, you can find all of our stuff. And again, a free inv- or a free invitation, just an open invitation. If you know anyone that's trying to get into hockey or trying to get into the Hawks, uh, send them our way. We'll try and make this place uh, as fun as possible for everyone during, during a season that's probably not going to be very much fun at all but uh we'll get we'll get through it together i guess um but stick to this space we'll have some more episodes coming up next week and the week after that and all that and we'll talk to you then 